Hi, I feel like it's me, Alan Smith, with Weasel Play Stories at the day's paper um, on Tuesday, December 14th. So, uh, front page of the PNJ today is Rig activists told to pay RNLI for danger protest. So, climate campaigners have been told to recompense the RNLI for their rescue after they risk lives by occupying an oil rig. Um, seven Extinction Rebellion activists boarded the 300-foot Valaris platform as it sat in Dundee Harbour. Sentence had been deferred on the group, uh, among them a boy Faber Dean, to ensure they remained out of trouble during Glasgow's COP26 event. Uh, yesterday, each of them was ordered to pay the lifeboat charity £250, a total of £1,750, although the call-out cost uh, of the life-saving team is £30,000. Uh, a sheriff said he had no issue with their message, but they had gone too far and put lives at risk. Um, so they climbed on board to stop the rig leaving port to carry out work in the North Sea for Shell, uh, and they did so amid dreadful con- weather conditions that sparked a massive emergency call-out. Um, the RNLI, whose volunteer-led crews are funded by the public, said this decision is certainly a rare one, and we thank the courts for their consideration. Well, uh, said I, because, um, you know, I've no issue with the message not to try to get across and, you know, the 100% believing that they're doing, but the taxpayers kind of keep picking up the bill for, you know, all this kind of stuff, for, like funding the bobbies to go and watch all these things. Um, their actions have consequences, and this will just be a reminder to them that... Um, that is the case, so, you know, £250 is a small price to pay if it costs 30 grand. so, anyway, well done that, Sheriff, good man. Now, here is a Santi has been pinched for a display. Um, a lighted, waving Santa has been stolen from a charity display in Aberdeenshire. The Belhelfi community are appalled and saddened by the theft because the decoration was donated by a local resident. It stands about six foot tall and four foot wide, and changing lights made it appear as if he is waving. Uh, police believe the theft took place between 10 o'clock on Sunday night uh, and 7 o'clock on Monday morning on December 6th. Uh, PC Murray said the theft has had a big impact on the village. Anybody who has any information on Santa's whereabouts should contact Bobby's on 101. They can also call Crime Stoppers anonymously on 0800 555 111, uh, quoting reference number PS202111. 206-1961. So, there you go. But I, you know, need to um, say anything bad about the bobbies, but I would think that, um, you know, even they could probably find a six-foot, high, four-foot wide waving Sunday. But, uh, well, we shall see. Now, here's a Union Street decision is a democratic outrage, is the headline on uh, one of the pages. And then, um, a last gasp attempt to reopen Union Street to buses and taxis has been blocked, a decision attacked as a democratic outrage. Opposition councillors tried to have the prolonged closure of the central strip of the Granite Mile overturned on the basis that it had initially been introduced as a temporary COVID measure. But the SNP and Liberal Democrats failed to get the matter on yesterday's council agenda. The SNP's Michael Hutchison had been trying for a fortnight to have the reopening of the stretch between Market Street and Bridge Street discussed. He was blocked by Lord Provost Barney Crockett, who claimed the move did not fall within council guidelines. Last month, members had voted to keep Union Street closed until fully-fledged plans for pedestrianisation are drawn up as part of the £150 million city centre overhaul. So, well, there we go. If I would have guessed it, new councillors um, 
RG Bargian, but um, you know, for my part, I think it's much common since they have a bit pedestrianised and, and get a good spruce up, use a £150 million to good effect. And, you know, if the buses is going down Bridge Street and coming up Market Street and the taxi is not as there, you know, most folk will be able to get for either side up into the middle of UNC if that's where they went to gang. So I didn't see if the big hoo-ha is. So just um, forget about it and go on with running things a bit better and make sure everybody is kept clean and tidy and the, the disgrace that it is just now. So come on, you councillors, get going. Get the yoke it, I would say. Now, here's um, a bit about uh, the bookings for uh, vaccinations if you have still to get your booster. No, so there's a big um, push to get everybody um, boosted before the end of December. So um, all Aberdeenshire vaccine clinics will be open for drop-in appointments for COVID booster jabs. This means anybody attending any of the involved clinics to get their first, second or third dose of a vaccine will not have to book in advance. The Aberdeenshire clinics involved in the COVID booster drop-ins are in Huntley, Inverurie, Bunkery, Stonehaven, Macduff, Fraserburgh and Peterhead, all open Monday to Friday. The vaccine centre in Elgin will also start uh, offering drop-in times, but they will be advertised where possible. NHS Grampian has told locals that drop-in appointments do not apply to clinics in Aberdeen City Centre. Uh, anybody wanting to book an appointment can do so on the NHS website. It was announced on Sunday that everybody over the age of 18 will soon be able to get their booster jab. Um, anybody over the age of 30 is now eligible. So there we go. So that's quite a good thing. If you can just uh, walk in and have to make a an appointment, just walk in and, and get it done, that would be, you know, far better for most folks. Maybe just go on a whim, and after all this stuff has been in the news about it, and obviously it's still going on the day, there's more stuff going out for um, Nicola Sturgeon today about mayor tightening up uh, um, things because of the Omicron virus. But anyway, if you need your booster or your first or second vaccine, you can just walk in and get it new. So, well done, NHS. Now, here's uh, two penguins have delighted residents at an Oxfordshire care home on a Christmas visit, a waddling around the room as the beaming residents looked on. The Humboldt penguins, far as 24-year-old Charlie and 9-year-old Pringle, visited Spencer Court in the comfy Haythrop Zoo in Oxfordshire. And as I picture the man, and other Alcritters is highly delighted that the two penguins in a, a total around the room and, and a look at Aberdeen. So, if it's a good idea, I'm sure that would cheer Aberdeen up, um, you know, in, in the Alfolk's home. <laughs> The penguins look uh, happy as Larry in a, a marching about. So, well done to the zoo and uh, good on him. Certainly, it looks like everybody's got a good, uh, a good boost for that. Well done. No, just finish up with uh, sport as normal. And uh, back page of the day is uh, Dave Cormack, Aberdeen chairman, and he hopes for a, a first steps in the Scots Revolution. Aberdeen chairman Dave Cormack hopes the first step of a revolution in Scottish football will begin next month. The Dons, along with Dundee, Dundee United, Hertz and Hibs, commissioned independent advisors to assist in a strategic review of the SPFL. Uh, Cormac hopes the findings, which are set to be revealed in January, can pave the way for a mammoth hike in finances for the 42 SPFL member clubs. And with an endorsement to the SPFL, the five clubs commissioned the work with Deloitte. Uh, Cormac believes the £27 million currently distributed to the 42 clubs can be almost doubled to £50 million in the next five to ten years. Uh, he is convinced there can be an immediate 20 to 30 percent increase in revenue with all clubs benefiting. With clubs facing financial crisis due to coronavirus, the cash boost could be a game changer. Um, he believes that key to ramping up the distributable, distribu distributable, that's easy for you to say, revenues for every club 
will be improving broadcast deals and international exposure of the Scottish game. Well, that is the key, the key thing. If um, you know, if somebody's willing to pay to watch it, then um, all well and good. But uh, you know, as long as the stuff on offer is a good quality, then I'm sure somebody will, you know, maybe pay a bit more than if it's currently being done. So we'll see. But you know, as I say, as long as the team offer good football, then folk will certainly watch it. That is the key. Now that's me done for day now, just a wee sub stories at the day's paper on Tuesday 14th of December. Um, a very, very pleasant day up in Aberdeenshire day, yet again. Um, extremely mild and um, forecast is mere the same, so I hope they're uh, right in that. Um, anyway, thank you very much for listening to this podcast, hope you enjoyed it. And if, uh, as usual, if you think you might gain somebody and... Um, you know, just anyway, you could be in Scotland, England, Ireland, Wales, or like any country around the world that you think might uh, listen to noon again, then uh, by all means give me a shout and let them care about it. And if uh, you can subscribe, that would be great. And if you can leave a review, as long as it's um, not too scathing, then that would be just uh, fantastic. So, in the meantime, thank you very much once again. Cheers now. Thanks. Doodle. <laughs> Field, Melfield, Manafield, and Manafield. Hearts of all the stories that you've made in a hill.